0: All right, what is going on, everybody? Uh, this is this is another Q and A that uh, that I wanted to get together and put together. I think I'm gonna call it "touchy subjects" because I feel like you know, there's there's some questions that get in here that are a little little subject touchy, and you know, I like I like talking about that kind of stuff, so. Thank you all who submitted questions. I'm just going to run through, uh, you know, just a bunch of the questions that were submitted, and I will I'm going to answer them to the best of my abilities or to how my opinion fits said question, Uh, and then we'll just kind of go from there. I'm Drew. If I don't choke first, uh, I'm drinking my special peach tea which is a delish uh, it's like almost 11 o'clock at night uh, and not really too tired had paintball in the brain so I figured I'd come down and do a little a little chit chat with myself but um, so yeah so that's the premise of, uh, of this podcast and you know then and, and to spill my guts on anything and uh, you know bring you guys a little maybe some paintball knowledge or some insight or even um, you know you disagree with me if you like i would like you to you know if if you don't think so you know comment in uh, once once i post these up you know comment and let me know how you guys feel about about some of these questions and uh we can discuss it we can make things happen so let's jump into them these are some of the ones that are on facebook um let's see I am going to let's see if we can uh, Okay, <clears throat> so let's start. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna start out with the uh, the Instagram ones. Let's do those. Let's let's do those questions. So uh, let's get over to it. All right. Uh, first question. Uh, ever gonna leave Aftershock to a more funded team, or do you stay in Chicago? I'm guessing because of traveling less since you had your son. Uh, one, I'm I'm not leaving uh, Aftershock. I'm going to I'm gonna stay with Aftershock. Uh, two, I am from Toledo, Ohio, which is about four hours east of Chicago um and and traveling is i mean 4 hours sucks but obviously it's 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 more than some people travel and it's less uh than some people travel so um just speaking for myself i mean traveling has definitely become more of a burden for me because of because of my son and uh, wanting to spend more time with him obviously and and watch him grow up but um but no i won't i won't be leaving aftershock anytime soon um and I, you know, I, I enjoyed here, man. I, you know, it's, it's, I think I've said it before, it's a struggle, but I enjoy, you know, I, I enjoy the people that are on the team. I enjoy the guys that are on the team and in and the atmosphere and the, and the vibe, but, but no, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere uh, anytime soon. But, uh, but thank you for the question. Um, let's see. This isn't a question, but I think many of us would enjoy listen. Let's see, would enjoy a listen to a conversation between you and Simon Stevens. On, he has quite a perspective on markers and gear over the past twenty years. The Jack Wood show was awesome. I think more of us older players enjoying hearing and talking about gear a lot too. So yeah, I would um, you know, I would definitely love to uh, to talk to Simon. I don't unless. I had a brain fart. I don't know who Simon Stevens is. Um, But, yeah, I mean, definitely get him in contact. Uh, You know, have him get a hold of me or something, and I'd love to have him on and and chit-chat some markers and old gear and all that good shit. Um, So, yeah, I'd love to talk to him. I'll talk to anybody. Uh, What made you leave paintball in the first place, and what made you come back? So that's a good question. So I left, I started playing paintball in, uh, around 2002, started playing professionally in 2004 with Tipman effect, uh, in seven man. And I left semi somewhat retired in 2000 at the end of 2009. And the reason I left is, is honestly, because it wasn't, it wasn't fun anymore. Um, at that point in my career, you know, I I was playing with. I ended the season with Infamous, um, who you know, I, I've said this before too. You know, I I I think highly of Lamansky and and that whole program. I, I was just in, in a weird place uh, and, and time in my life, and at that moment, I just didn't see paintball in the future. I, I feel like I wasn't in it for the right reasons, and uh, when that when that happens. It really kind of bogs you down and I feel like my play was being you know was being affected by it and my heart just wasn't in it and I you know I can't I can't justify going out there and playing if my all isn't in it you know if I'm just half-assing it I feel like that there's no reason for me to to go do it anymore and you know, this, this sport really means a lot. I don't know if anybody, you know, listened to the last podcast, but I, I, mean, I get really emotional about this stuff because I, you know, this was a a big chunk of my life. And if I'm not in it a hundred and, you know, a hundred percent, I just can't, I, I feel like I'm cheating the other guys. I, I feel like I'm letting my team down before I even walk on the field. If I'm, if my head's not in it and I'm already doubting myself or, or what be, but I just wasn't having fun. Uh, I had some personal things going on um, at home and that I, that I really needed to get in, in order. Um, and I eventually did. And, you know, I slowly, eventually, uh, 2013 rolled around and I had the opportunity to talk to Bruno, um, and aftershock and luckily had a tryout and made the team and, you know, instantly connected with those guys in that group. And I, I think, you know, I, I think we've, we've had some, man you know, throughout the years, I feel like one game or even two or three points swing and change. And and we're talking about a totally different team uh, than, than what happened. But I mean, that's paintball, right? That's, that's life. That's sports is, you know, you, you win by an inch, you lose by an inch. And in this particular instance, you know, we just couldn't make it happen when we really needed it to happen. And, It is what it is i mean it's you know i I don't have any regrets um and i really wish the best for all the guys that i played for and and played with but i mean that's where it stands you know i I came back because i I got the you know i got the fire again to want to play so um and, and i'm glad that i came back i think it's i think it's been great um sometimes the mic goes in and out why does it do that one minute you are close uh, and the other you are far away and then you're super close I don't know that's probably I'm using a I'm using a program Oh, well, I'm using GarageBand on here but then when I uh, when I do these but I, I use this other program called Ecamm um, and it's it records the audio and the video from Skype and I'm trying to just tweak it and figure it out what works so um, and it could be an internet connection thing so I've been trying to do more and more Um, not in my, uh, not in my little paintball corner down in the basement. So I, uh, I'm sorry for the inconvenience of shit audio, but I'm, I'm trying, man. Um, he did say LOL. So he's laughing. So that's a good thing. (laughs) What's one thing your 30 plus year old old ass self would tell your younger self and, uh, who was just starting off in paintball to focus on? And then what not to worry about. Um, so one thing I would tell my younger self uh, would have to be uh, believe in yourself. There's there were plenty of times where I doubted myself, and I think it really affected my play uh, a, a lot through the years. You know, a time where I needed to be confident, I second guessed myself, and in, in that clutch moment or in that, you know, where I needed to be in a certain mindset, I, I couldn't achieve because I was, I was doubting myself. And, you know, I, I, I talked to Maddie a lot about this too, when, you know, he tells me when I was younger, he says, you know, you've matured a lot because when, when you were younger, all you did was you, you were good, but you just doubted yourself. And, um, oops, sorry about that. Mm, let's see. Let's see. So, yeah, um, I mean, definitely it's one thing I would say is just don't doubt yourself. And, and I would say that to, to new players out there is don't doubt yourself because you are the one that you have to convince that you're good. You don't have to prove it to anybody else but yourself, because if you if you go out there trying to convince everybody else, but you still in your heart you still doubt your abilities and you still doubt your uh, your you know your mental capacity, your mental state, um, your your mental toughness. When you go out there, it's not it's not going to work. And until you convince yourself that you are. You are the better player. You have done everything in your power to be the best player that you can be at that moment. Um, you're you're doing something that you shouldn't. That's that should be your number one focus. Is um, just believe in yourself, man. And um, that's that's definitely my number one. And then as far as let's see, I gotta go back to the questions, but. Uh, man, there's a lot more questions. Ever <laughs> uh, gonna leave? What's your biggest regret? Um, I must have missed some. Oh, there it goes. Um, what to focus on? Obviously, uh, you know, focus on yourself, focus on uh, your mental game because my mental game wasn't there when I was younger. And then what not to worry about. Uh, don't worry about what other people think of you um, because. It's like I said, just, just don't. You are you are playing to convince yourself that you belong there, and if you have any doubt in your mind that the guys around you think that they don't that they don't trust you or that you you know believe something else, it's gonna it's gonna bite you in the ass. So uh, so don't worry about what other people think. Um, obviously, uh, do the best you can, be courteous, and just be humble about this whole experience, be grateful. And, uh, which I, I was, but I could definitely have been more cause I was a young asshole. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's that question. Um, how many years seriously do you see yourself playing? How long do you, till you come back? Um, you know, with the knee injuries and everything, I, 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 I don't know it's, it's a good question. You know, I'm only 32 years old, but, um, I want to, I want to be able to walk when I'm older. I want to be able to play with my son when I'm, you know, 50. Um, I still want to be able to, you know, wrestle with him and, 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 and mess around with them. But that's one thing I just, you know, with the positions that I play, I'm not the greatest two or back player or whatever you want to call it. You know, I'm, I'm trying to be, uh, when called for, but, yeah, I play front man. I play. I get real close. I like getting real close, and uh, that involves a lot of groundwork. So I don't know how much longer I have. To be honest, uh, I have. I have a lot of things going on in my life. I have a lot of projects that I want to tackle, uh, paintball related and non paintball related, and that requires time and focus and. Um, I wouldn't say, unfortunately, paintball now takes a lot of, you know, to be the top. You you need to put a lot of time and focus because you should do that anyway. But I just don't have that time and focus uh, anymore. I have, I just have other things going on. And I have seen the sport kind of um, go up and down and up and down. Obviously not as, not as much as some of the players that are still out there, but I've been playing for a while and I've, you know, I've had some really good times. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how much longer I have. Um, we will see. We will definitely see. Um, and then how long do you come back? Man, I'm back for right now. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be uh, ever going to leave after shock. Oh, I already answered that one question. Um, what do you think the NXL has planned for next season? I don't know. I've heard a lot of rumors. Honestly, I've heard, uh, that they're gonna change formats that they're gonna change time that they're going to change a few things I don't want to go belting everything because I don't know what is true and what is not this is completely hearsay I I don't know what is going on I don't I don't know what's happening but this year um, I think is the last year for a few things and we'll see what happens I mean I've heard I've heard a ton of rumors ton of rumors, but, uh, we'll see. Stay tuned, I guess. Uh, what's your biggest regret or missed opportunity from your paintball career and why? Uh, my biggest regret, I don't have very many regrets, um, in paintball. Um, but I really, there was one, there was, there was one and it's nothing to do it's not necessarily a regret, but I think it's just a, 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 sh- a bad decision that I made. And it was when I left Aftershock for X Factor. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the time I had with X Factor for sure. Um, Alex runs a, a remarkably tight ship, um, but the guys that are on that team are so tight and the group is so tight knit and yeah, Alex is just a totally stand-up guy. I love Alex, um, Alex Martinez. But I just I I wasn't at my best during that year, and I think AfterShock had a really great 2014 season, and I think was on the was on the verge of of pro- possibly doing something great in 2015. Um, but there were a few things that I considered and took you know took to um kind of took a few a little bit of time to think about and it just wasn't I I didn't see it happening maybe as quickly as I wanted it to and I think I just jumped the gun and just made not necessarily the biggest wrong decision I've made in my career but it was it was one I, I probably should have sat around on it a little bit more and and kind of seen what happened but i i would say that would be my biggest uh opportunity i missed because we i think 2015 aftershock could have been really good uh i, I think they did um uh, i think they did do really good uh, i think they had woodley and Dizon and a, f- a few other really good players on the team i mean the team is still very very good um i just i feel like if i was a part of it i could have helped and um uh, and i missed that Uh, let's see. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's do another one. Let's see where we're at. I'm going to try and get through as many as I possibly can. Uh, what tips do you have for veteran paintball player, uh, Woodsball scenario who wants to play speedball? Uh, 14 years, almost playing and loving this sport. So, uh, I would say if you want to transfer over to speedball is, um patience. Um, just, I mean, there is a ton of patience involved in woods ball, but that needs to transfer over to Speedball. Um, and there's, I mean, gunfighting is completely different and everything. So it, it's learn, you almost have to learn your basics again, because I feel like you don't have to be so tight in scenario, but it's so close quarters in Speedball that you have to kind of tighten all your, your basic, your basic skills and, hone in on those. So that's what I would, that that would be my tips on, um, on a woods ball scenario player coming over to speedball is practice your snap shooting, your accuracy and all your tight knit, tight knit stuff. Uh, how do you travel domestically and internationally with paintball gear in a gear bag, but I have specific spots for each and every little tiny thing that I put in my gear bag. I have, everything goes in a certain way. And like my cleats go on the very bottom, and then my pants go next to that, and then I pile all my clothes up in the middle. Um, my mask goes in the top left corner, my loader in the top right corner, my pack goes over top of all that. But it's even like in sequence on how, what goes on top of what and everything, I'm a weirdo. But um, but yeah, so there's a few other tricks too when you're degassing your tank or anything like that. So. Just keep an eye out. A lot of pros do it. I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people know. But um, and two, if you're don't lock tight your threads on your tank, just tighten them by hand. And if you have trouble, just wrap some cloth. Or you know, if you have trouble getting the rag off, just wrap some cloth around it and just tap it on something, and it should come loose. Make sure there's no air in it too. By the way, disclaimer. ay yeah, yeah um do secrets to wiping don't get caught would be my first um uh, all of the all the best cheaters in the game uh the pros know who they are but the refs want to say they know who they are but they don't and the and the the People watching, or the divisional players, or the spectators want to think they know, but they don't know. Um, yeah, a lot of those, a lot of those players usually don't get caught. The, the, the really good ones, they don't get caught. Um, I've only cheated a few times in uh, in in matches that I, and that I got away with. But other times, you kind of know, man. It's like you you have to think you have to think of it as. I'm not condoning cheating, by the way, everyone. I'm not condoning cheating, but I'm just saying there. You have to think about you. You. You have to like when. At least this is how I think about it. Is when you get shot, depending on where it is, and how you slide or how you move your body. Uh, and this is all. It's a part of the game. It's part of paintball. Everybody does it. Believe me, it happens. Um. But you have to think about where the refs are and how, what their angle is on you. So, I mean, I've I've seen guys wipe mid run. I've seen them hip slide it off quick. I've seen them uh, switch sides and, and drag a loader across the bunker or something like that. So I've seen a lot of people cheating and get away with it. So, um, like I said, I don't condone it, but it's not going to stop people from cheating. I mean, you can have the biggest penalties in the world, uh, if you get caught cheating. But the thing is, is, is the, the good guys are going to get away with it. Like, the, would they be bad guys then? The good guys at cheating would get away with it still. <laughs> uh, let's see. I mean, a lot of questions. Um, top three drills, uh, best drills for getting better. We can't, um. For that one, I would say, just play a weekend with your left hand, left hand only. Uh, just play the left side of the field. Every time you go out on the field, um, if if it's going to be a dominant side, go left-handed. Just go left-handed, and because that's the only way you're going to be able to do it is repetition. Repetition with the left hand, you're going to get more and more comfortable with it. Uh, is owning a paintball field lucrative? Well, I mean, there's a lot of fields doing really, really well right now. And I know a lot of guys that are possibly getting into it. I was thinking about it, but um, we'll see. Any news on the new PE marker? I didn't know anything about it. I'm really not in the know too much on a lot of the new things coming out until they come out and everybody else knows about it. <laughs> uh, why is Sunday paintball day? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's a good question. You know, I, I think it's, I think it's that day just right before the week where everybody just kind of is on that you know, that worker mindset maybe already and just just get down and grind. And I don't know why it's always been, you know, Sunday. It's a good question. Explain what you like about the LV series as opposed to others. And when do we get playing on tees with real artwork? Um, oh, that's a good question. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm still trying to get some de- designs together but we'll have some soon. Um, but, uh, as far as the LV series goes, I just like the shot, man. Honestly, I mean, that's what it comes down to from, um, from anything is just what you like shooting. What feels best? Like I feel like the LV series is the best shooting marker that I've shot. And it just shoots really good. And it continually shoots really good. And, i i don't see a reason to really change it uh, or or shoot something else i i think it's a super soft like buttery shot and placement's great i like the way it feels and it just does it's it's great marker i mean i think the the biggest market is for like the more of the um the closed bolt style the geos and, and luxes and all that stuff but uh, I think I think the Poppet style is tits. I just enjoy it, man. It just works for me. Uh your top three currently playing. I would say um you know, everybody's talking about Alex Goldman, so I mean Goldman, but he's he's playing really well. He always has really decent seasons anyway. Um I think that let's see, who else, man? Um Hmm. What's the kid's the kid's name from the Russians? Tall, skinny, goofy kid. <laughs> I don't know the Russians. I mean, the Russians are doing well, and um, you know, J. rab always has some good seasons. It's a good question. I don't know. There's there's so many good players out there. Uh, will Pro ever unionize? If so, what would need to be done for a CBA? I don't know if it'll ever unionize. I mean, I I would, I think the teams, the the pro teams and the pro players need to get get together and do something to cover themselves. I mean, the players for sure. Um, I'm sure the teams are covered. Um, I mean, it's not like the owners of the teams are hurting at all or anything. I feel like the players are the ones that are the most vulnerable to what happens um, and have the the least amount of say as far as the way things go. But I don't know. I don't know if it'll ever happen. Uh, We'll have to see, though. Besides having pros and influential people in your life and in paintball in general, would you have any divisional players on your podcast? Yeah. Yeah, I would. I just... I'm trying to... I'm just trying to build up my... uh, build up my base. I'm trying to build up my foundation. The podcast is still really, really new. So I'm, I'm just trying to get listeners on board, trying to get everybody to kind of like get my flow of how I want to do things and, and my direction. And I think as soon as I feel like I'm in a comfortable spot, I'll, I'll, I'll start doing some divisional players for sure, um, getting to know some backgrounds of some guys beforehand for sure. But, yeah, of, of course I would, have, uh, I would have divisional players on. Absolutely. Uh, Australian paintball. Australian paintball is do Australian paintball is having a lot of drama right now with rule changing and continuously having bad paint supplied. I'd like to hear your thoughts on making a worldwide unified set of rules for all NXL events and your experience with different options of paint as we only have GI and HK. That's crazy. Guys only have GI and HK. You guys don't have any other paint over there. That's nuts for the entire continent. Just two manufacturers. Um, I think as far as the NXL goes, obviously I think it should be rules across the board. I don't don't understand why they're doing limited paint over there, but not over here. And why you just wouldn't unify everything. I mean, I'm not a big decision maker in this whole thing, but I mean, that only makes sense to me. And if, like, what is it going to hurt if we're also trying a limited paint thing? Or even if the pros are doing it, what does it matter? If anything, we're just, we're trying things out. But... Why have the overseas to, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, but I, I, I would have to agree that, uh, there should be a unified rules, a unified rules for the whole, uh, across the board. And there should definitely be some more manufacturers, uh, rather than GI. I mean, the option is great. So I would hope you guys would have, or at least get more than GI and HK. Um, could you cover tips for newer players? who want to join teams and what they should focus on. Uh, Focus on getting better. Uh, That's that's one thing. And I'm not saying that condescendingly. I'm saying that as in uh, don't be so worried. Like I said, I've said this before too. Don't be so worried on what you think other people think about you. Um, Go out there and know what you have to work on. You, You are the one, unless you're so naive that you don't know you know, if you've been getting shot on your left-handed side a bunch, you know you need to work on that side. If you get told um, multiple times that you don't communicate enough, you you know that you need to work on that. So it's it's working on all of those small things and and, and taking care of those things. So it's working on detail and, and fine-tuning all of the skills needed to, to get better. Um, and as far as joining teams, uh, play with confidence. Uh, because other players love confidence. They're not necessarily the biggest fans of cockiness or arrogance. So play with play with confidence and be a good teammate. Um, be coachable. Because if you're not coachable and you're an asshole and nobody likes you, you're going to have a tough go at it. Unless you're super good and nobody gives a shit. But, I mean, I think that sucks. But um, but it, there's always going to be the one or more. But... Um, you know, uh, just be a good teammate. Be a good teammate and be the best you can be in paintball and as a paintball player. Just be, just be the best version of you that you can. Um, how, how do professional paintball players make a living? Do they get paid or do they have other jobs? A lot, the I would say the ninety nine percent have other jobs. Very, very few. Uh, get paid and that's all through the team owners depends on who you're with um you know some of the players throughout the league get incentives on being on teams um but others don't so it, a lot of ahead of nine to five jobs or whatever uh, our jobs that you guys you know that that jobs are out there people are doing them professional players are doing it we have not come to the point yet in paintball where it is even across the board, where everybody has a budget and players get paid to focus on paintball and only paintball, uh, we still have guys that are going home and and working and having to come to do this hobby, uh, this glorified hobby. So, um, I mean, hopefully one day soon, well, I'm we'll, um, you know I'm fighting for it. I'm I'm figuring, I'm trying to figure out a way to to get players who put so much time, effort, blood, and sweat, and tears into this thing to um, you know, to have it work out and that's that's what I'm hoping for in honor of the iron city classic what is your favorite mechanical marker and why I will tell you right now and this is not an ad this is not some kind of hey you should go out and try it which you should anyway but my favorite mechanical marker is the mechanical single trigger hinge trigger ether mechanical from Planet Eclipse hands down i like it better than the gmac i like it better than any auto cocker out there just because it is it is low maintenance and i like tinkering with shit but it is low maintenance and there it's it it shoots amazing it's it's awesome i can't believe it's considered a rental marker it's insane I, i i would have to say the mechanical ether for sure um next question is it possible for players who don't live in an area with a pro field team with a pro field or team to go pro Yeah, absolutely Um, you just have to put yourself out there you you have to you have to figure out a way if you want to do it bad enough if you want to have your dream come true if you if, if it is playing pro and playing for a pro team you move, you travel, you, you, you know, decide what to go, decide what to be and go be it kind of a thing, uh, Aver brothers, <laughs> uh, but you, you gotta go do it. You gotta travel. You gotta be where, um, where the action is to get noticed. Um, you gotta show up. So if you don't do that, it's, it's going to be tough. So you have to, you have to put it on your own shoulders and, uh, and get out and go do for show. Sure. Uh, uh, when will I be featured on an episode of the playing on podcast? Uh, that is pneumatic octopus. Whenever man, let's do it. Let's go. Let's do it. Um, okay, cat. Uh, who's the most fit chick in paintball? Wink. (laughs) Dude, I have to say, dude, cat, you've been killing it, man. Like literally you could kill me but it's insane you can tell the amount of hard work and and where your mind is with uh, with with lifting and and body sculpture and everything I mean you're doing doing an amazing job keep it up man um it's you're you're an inspiration for uh not only paintball players but I'm, I'm sure young women all over the place you're doing a great job keep it up kid uh is playing more important than competing? What really drives paintball? Um, I think playing. <clears throat> I mean, you have to play before you compete, right? So, playing paintball or doing anything as far as practice goes or repetitions go, I mean, I think is. You know, I think it's important. I-, I think competing is a stage that you get to or a mindset that you get to where you want to showcase your skills. And I don't think it's just something where you kind of just show up and you're there. I think it's, it's definitely a, um, I think it's a way that you have to go about yourself and a test. If you want to test yourself, I mean, you, you are the best judge of yourself on, on how you, how you feel, how you go about things, your skill level, everything. And if you don't build that and you just go try and rush everything and go straight to competing, you're going to, you're going to be taught a lesson very, very quickly. So I would say, I would say playing, just get out there and play, you know, get in situations that, uh, you, that you're, you're going to be in. I mean, you, paintball is all about situations. And if you know how to make a decision in a certain situation, you more times than not, you're going to come out on top. So, uh, I would definitely have to say playing. So, uh, Thank you. That question. Uh, let's see. LVL versus CS2. It sounds like you're asking me if a loader is better than a CS2, <laughs> but uh, or I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, I I say, I say the LV1 is what I'm gonna say. The LV1. I mean, people are gonna argue with me, um, but I'm telling you, man. CS2s are they're awesome they look great but an lv1 shoots nasty but i mean don't believe me or do it's up to you but they shoot really good uh please do an interview with a baltimore revel player i could do that i could do that for sure um shoot me some shoots uh suggestions I I i would love to do one i'm still yeah i need to make my round of one you know at least a player already this year from each pro team is Eventually, what I'm getting to, or what I'd like to get to. Um, all right. How do you prepare, how do you prepare yourself mentally before a game? Well, I um, I just kind of realize you know the job at hand, and I don't necessarily think about what I need to do. I just kind of sit and appreciate the moment. Um, I don't pray or anything like that, but I'm just I just kind of. Become aware of the moment and the task at hand, and I kind of just tell myself that you know you deserve to be here, and be humble and grateful that you're here, and just go show them what's up. <laughs> just play my game. So uh, that's kind of how I get in my mindset. You know, sometimes I listen to music, but most time I just kind of be in a corner by myself, just sitting quietly. I know it's not very exciting, but. That's what I do Uh, what tips do you have to keep motivated between tournaments Um, talk about paintball talk about paintball Um, maybe pick up your marker every once in a while you know if you can like during the week maybe shoot in the backyard do some drills do some snap shooting in the mirror Um, watch paintball for sure and that probably I'm I'm guessing would be my biggest uh, in between in between events for sure Uh, what's your favorite method of on-field communication a quick shout a wink a bird dog see we had bruno and i were just talking about this and i think a good a good two shouts of what you're calling is should be good enough for your teammates to hear and and relay across field i think that's i think that's the best one i think if you start trying to take yourself out of the game by yelling too much and making sure every single person on the field hears you i think that's Kind of when you uh, when you get distracted, but I would say yeah. Just quick two shouts. Well, uh, I think it's just about right. Uh, what are you? Uh, wait, are you going to be healthy for Chicago? I'll be playing and hoping to see you there. Yes, I will be in Chicago as of right now. I will be there. I just had practice last weekend. The knees are doing pretty good. Uh, they're still a little sore, but they're uh, they're doing pretty good. I I don't have any complaints at the moment. So. <laughs> Uh, so far, so good. Knock on wood. Uh, do, 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 do. Let's see. What keeps you grinding in such a difficult sport? I mean, right now it's the love of the sport for sure. I think it's in a very fragile place. Um, and I just want to be a part of this whole kind of thing, movement that's going on. And I just want to play against the best right now while I still can. So that's definitely that's definitely keep me going why are there not more people getting bunkered in old videos all I see is overshooting and bunkering so this is a good question that I thought about too because you don't really see too much of that action like you used to I think people like I said um, I think I said in the last podcast was this now is the time of when nobody wants to make a mistake You know, back then I feel like everybody was trying things. Everybody was was trying to to create things. Paintball players are a lot more. um, What do I want to say? What's the word? Uh, Where they not unified? (laughs) Why unified? No. um, They're just they're better thinking. They're um, disciplined. I feel like they're a lot more disciplined now. So, I mean, I think that's the biggest difference and. I just think that it's the game has just changed uh, a lot of people shoot their guns now and that's all they do because they can and I think it's just slowing the game down and I don't like it I don't like to talk about it <sighs> that's a good question though uh, thoughts on the term AG and VSB I, I maybe I'm just an old dude but I don't know what VSB means vertical split backpack I, I don't know I have no idea um, but AG not the big fan of ag uh i don't even know how it came about i have i think i do but i don't even like talking about it i don't like really saying it i think it's kind of goofy but i don't know it is what it is uh do you think people base their opinions on markers to buy too much off of others reviews i i mean i look at reviews sometimes on things it not paintball stuff but um I look to see what other people are thinking just kind of get a good idea but you really do not know until you try it yourself I mean that's why you can do returns right because you you can it it may look like the best thing in the world but you get it and you have it in your hand and you you play with it and you realize that you know you don't really like it and after five minutes you want to it's already in the box and ready to go back so uh, it really has to be kind of one of those things where maybe um it's tough too because if if you like well i shot my buddy's um i shot my buddy's drone or i shot my buddy's whatever and and a you know i shot my buddy's lv and it shot like shit, so those those things suck uh so i'm gonna get this or whatever but maybe your buddy just sucks at keeping his you know his marker clean and working right but i don't know i don't know if you can return new paintball markers like can you test run them i don't know that'd be like a paintball field owner's question maybe I'll, I'll skrenic i don't think they do though but um but yeah i think some do i mean just regardless and then maybe they keep them just because they they think it's cool or whatever but um i think you should just try it yourself uh, thoughts on the icc and 10-man resurgence in general and do you think we'll see the return of a pro-am uh, I don't think so the pro am uh, but as far as 10 man the ICC goes I think it's I think it's a the best opportunity for older players or just a different take on paintball uh, nowadays for nowadays I mean of today's generation they haven't they didn't really get to play the uh, that kind of style back then and a lot of the pros uh, have and they, they love it I mean I, I love playing it uh, unfortunately I can't be there um this weekend, but, uh, which reminds me, I got to set my marker out for, yeah, that reminded me. Um, but anyway, uh, uh I, I think it's, I think it's great. I, I think it's, I think Tim and everybody who has anything to do with it, I think they do a great job. I think it's, um, it's good for paintball, paintball anywhere in general is good for paintball. So yeah, but I don't think there's going to be another pro am, uh, resurgence anytime soon. Uh, will we ever see an inverse mirrored field anything's possible man you never know we'll see uh what helps mid-game scenarios to break points open or a four-on-four situation i think it's finding the seam i'm not necessarily saying run down the field but it's finding the weak spot and this is this goes down to um knowing the field and field awareness um, you know, you hear a lot of pros talking about this, and and I think field awareness uh, becomes huge because if you can make a move where you're tree walking somebody, or you know, you know where this guy, if he's shooting a certain way, where his loader could be peeking out from, um, and you know where everybody else is and where they're shooting. Uh, dude, it's finding the seam. It depends on what your job is, I guess. I mean, I I'm usually the seam cutter, so I have I have to be the one to find the seam, but. I would, I would say, what helps uh, mid game scenarios would be would be just maybe practicing that four on four situations too. Same thing, um, just practice that situation. And if you're the player that needs to be the one to find it, and rather than be the one who just sits um, and just kind of holds down the anchor, the fort, if you're the one who has to cut the seam, just play four on fours, play three on threes, play a lot of maybe three on fours and stuff like that to finish out games. And the four side have that guide or two to really cut the seam and uh, and break open the game. Uh, CS2 or Lux Ice? No, CS2. Um, do you think the NXL will have to adopt a smaller format like three men before it can get a TV contract? I don't know, man. I, I don't know what's going to work. I mean, they tried three men um, before. They tried seven men. They've tried... x-ball style with the smart parts thing and I don't know I don't think it's going to be TV contract I think it's going to be an internet contract I think it's going to be an Amazon or a Netflix or um, some kind of streaming service contract not necessarily a TV contract Uh, but we have to we have to make it the best version of whatever it is that's for sure because if we don't we're selling ourselves short and other people are going to profit Uh, from it and it's not going to be the best version of paintball and it's only going to go so far Um, but what I want to happen is for there to be this thing that people can't deny uh, that that could be paintball and we just keep growing and growing and growing and we have other sponsors and and investors or whatever you want to call it come out of the woodwork and really want to be a part of it. But on our end, we have to be open to it. And that is, that's the number one thing, man, is if the guys or people who are running the industry or the league or whatever, if, if they're not open to allowing those, those certain uh, entities in, then, you know, we're going to be in the same position we've been in for, uh, for a while. So that's what I think about that. Uh, what is your favorite part or aspect of paintball? I enjoy getting really close to people. I enjoy having four or five guys on the other side of the field and getting as far down the field as possible and just slowly plinking people off with one or two shots. Um, I enjoy shooting my marker, but I also I like having and knowing that shooting like a couple balls and knowing that I put those first two out there and they both hit and gunfighting. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it, but I like, I like getting far down the field and getting really close to people, making them feel antsy and obviously bunkering them. So that always helps. Uh, what do you think of M 500, um, or limiting paint in an event would movement increase? I don't know. I mean, I think I I think a lot of people thought that the two pods was a little too small. I think M4 pod and a loader uh, is the best scenario. I think if we start having people shoot semi-auto again, I think it's still a possibility. I mean, I really, I'm sure a lot of people are like, "Oh my god, we just keep it ramping this and that." And I'm just telling you what I believe, man. I think semi-auto capped um, will change the game. I think taking it down to four pods and a loader will change the game. I think taking a few bunkers off the field will change the game. And um, we don't know until we try. And if we don't try, then we'll never know. So that's what I think about that. Bore or overbore? I'm assuming you're talking about sizing paint. At least I hope you're talking about sizing paint. Um, I like it a little snug. uh, Because if it's a little snug, I feel like you want to, when you blow through it, you want it to just, you want the thump, 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 rather than just fall through. Cause you're going to have a lot of air escape around that ball. But if you, if you have a tight, there's going to be a lot more compression uh, behind the ball. And I feel like the ball shoots and is a lot more stable. I that could be a complete lie. I have no idea, but that's what I think. <laughs> uh, do you ever do an, did you ever do an episode with Hinman? No, but I would really like to, um, I think I've, Asked him before, but I had some things come up, so uh, I I would love to have him on the show. Hopefully, in the very near future. Um, Could you cover tips for players who are looking to join teams? I think I already asked. Yeah, I already did that question. Um, But that's it for uh, the Facebook questions or the uh, the Instagram questions. Let's go to Facebook and see what we have here. All right. How would you feel about competitive paintball ditching the tournament format and go to full-fledged games like other sports at the pro level? Do you think that franchises could benefit from this type of move, i.e. ticket and concession sales for the home fields? What would it take to get competitive paintball there if so? Uh, That's a good question. I don't know how we would do it. Uh, I feel like paintball, if it were any longer now, would be boring to some other people i mean obviously we would think it's still semi somewhat interesting but i hear a lot of people nowadays with the format that we have and what is going on that paintball has been very dull so um at least competitive paintball has been very dull which sucks because i don't i don't we need some action out there uh but i i don't know i i I mean it it would all depend i mean would would full-fledged games are we going back to the two halves of the nxl i think that was pretty exciting um but that was also back when there was yeah, everybody was shooting fast and there was a lot of paint in the air there were less bunkers in the field and i thought that was i thought that was awesome back then so i don't know we'll see um i just don't i just don't know it's hard i don't, I don't know what it's going to take i think it's going to take us really relying on ourselves and uh and allowing, you know other other entities come in with with money to see exactly what we can do maybe i don't know man i just something needs to happen something needs to change uh pro only league like every successful pro sport has i mean that's this is a this is a reply to that comment yeah so i mean there's let's see what they said. okay So Pro Only League, like every other successful pro sport has, um, it would make it so much easier for a fan base to follow their team rather than watch five weekends a year split up with 19 other teams. It would allow the franchise to be marketable and drive revenue to that franchise where they wouldn't be as big of a money pit even if they didn't win much. More growth potential for the sport as a whole than there is now. And then there's a reply of uh, I've been saying this forever. The biggest problem right now is finding the money for the league. Nobody has marketed the league p- properly in order to drive uh, in order to drive in the right sponsors. My long shot idea was having Browning Outdoor ge- Gear create a tournament marker and dive into the paper. I mean that's I I was wondering if anybody else was going to do that. Another big issue is the fact that these are guns see I think I think a lot of people don't think that that's a big big deal I think it definitely is a big deal Uh, if we're trying to get new players on for sure I think it's a big deal Um, no matter what our intentions are but it's just it's a trigger word and that's kind of a play on words but it's it's a trigger word Uh, but the proper PR put into the sport it can be portrayed as one of the most intense and team formatted events in sports hopefully one day the sport reaches the next level and makes it over the hurdles it's been facing since day one uh yeah yeah and everyone agrees (laughs) so yeah that's That's what I would say. Uh, Can you make an argument for what whole new question? So uh, can you make an argument for why in God's name promoters waste their money on using the APPA when there are as when there are many easy to use schedule systems as well as means of collecting entry fees? Not to mention it would then not assign fictitious points that ultimately rank player out of the ability to play local events and actually play actually help rather the sport thrive. Just wondering your thoughts. I mean, I think there should be more than just one system. I really, really do. I mean, if there's one system, who, what makes them say that they're right or the most efficient? They're the only one. So, if if you're not being, if you're not being um, questioned or uh, you know about anything, and you're just the only one, you are the headmaster, and was, you don't know you're making mistakes, or you don't know if anything could be better. Unless you're hopefully trying to continually get better, that's what you have you know employees for and people who work for you. They they find things of how they can work better and more efficient, and you know you don't take offense to it. You just kind of get better with them. Um, people quit because their team dies. Uh, let's see. Word on the street is you're bringing back Tim Effect with Steve Farkas as the head of the spear. I don't know where you heard that, but (laughs) no. (laughs) Uh, Right. Okay, yeah. Well, with the rise of the CPPS and its huge player support in the UK and the complete apathy shown towards the NXL um, Basildon event, I think I Hopefully I said that right uh, by the UK players. A, why do you think that is? And B, is that the end of an NXL event held in the UK? I don't know, but I mean, it's it's really, you know, it's, it really comes down to the players. You're you're paying for it with your dollar, so you're voting for a yes for anything whenever you whenever you buy something or you purchase something. Um, I don't know why that is. I I don't really don't really know the CPBS too much i've never been overseas and played in any of those events um in europe anyway but i mean if they might hold a better event i don't know i mean there might be there might be things that go on with that that people enjoy over the nxl and you know i hope for paintball it's not the last event held in the uk but um but we'll see why is the lux ice the best mark in the world questionable for sure which Aftershock player, old school or newer, did you um, or do you admire or look up to? You know, I really enjoyed watching Alex Martinez when he played for Aftershock. I know he's not like one of the core members or anything, but I, I was kind of coming onto the scene when he was playing for Aftershock. And I think Cuba was too. Um, but that whole... That whole group of guys, um, I, I watched on, on aftershock. I I really, i really watching Todd play. I think he played a lot like I did, or I do. I uh, I think Todd used to play like that. I used to play like Todd. But um, but yeah. Bruno, I'm not answering your question. <laughs> uh, when are you going to go international for a podcast chat? I am always down. I would just. Need to sell a kidney to get over there. <laughs> Shit's expensive. Um, how does the tape wrap support your middle finger work? Um. Oh, you're talking about the tape on my hand. Oh, okay. Um. So no, the tape on my hand actually. I. I. Initially, I did that when I had. I had slid on a stake on a paintball stake that was pretty much broke off and was just sticking out of the ground. And I went to go put my hand down when I'm sliding and it just sliced me from about the webbing of my thumb down to the middle of my palm. And um, I didn't get stitches, I just used I used super glue and uh, I just taped the shit out of it. And then ever since then, I just kind of kept doing it because I liked it, I don't know. It's, it was kind of weird, but it doesn't do anything for my fingers at all. <laughs> Uh, question, when will Joe Allen be on? Let's go, Joe. Whatever. bud. Are you watching the Iron City Classic this weekend? I'm sure I will tune in. Um, who was your idol growing up in paintball? I was a big Dynasty fan. Uh, I liked GZ. Uh, the trauma was pretty cool. Uh, I watched, I watched Aftershock a little bit. But I would have to say I was a Dynasty kid, man. I enjoyed. They were young. I I was young, and just it was cool to see them. Uh, they were just they were hot shit, man. Hot hot. Uh, why do they call you Microwave? I'm sure it's been asked before. Um, so Microwave was the name I gave myself, and I know that's stupid, but I was just joking around, and I um and you know it was it was always. I just told everybody, the reason I, I mean, call the microwave is I heat things up. So I heat things up on the field. So, uh, so does a microwave and an oven, I guess, and a lot of other things, but it was a stupid nickname. And for some reason it just kind of stuck. Um, but it, I even had to put on my tip and effect Jersey, which is kind of funny. Um, uh, but yeah, that's why they call me the microwave. Uh, why hasn't there been a dedicated pro circuit? Can paintball support one? I think paintball can definitely support one. I think a all pro circuit would be would be awesome. Um, just completely completely separate from uh, from divisional tournaments or anything. I think an all pro circuit would I think would be cool. I think it would put pros back kind of on this um, not necessarily rockstar s- status but i mean you think about it like you know pros are who they are and so elusive is because you don't see them very much unless you know on their social media but you know you go to the games and they're just practicing on the field you don't get to actually talk to any of them or anything like that like at paintball tournaments you get to do that so it's not it's not an everyday thing where you just see you know whoever walking you know pro player or whatever walking through or you do see a lot of pro players walking through the events and everything. And you can talk to them, chat them up or whatever. But I think if you if you, it would be a lot more cool to do that at an all pro event where all you did was go there and watch pro games. And there were special meet and greets and all this other shit. I think that would be, I think that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> if you could bring one event back from any time paintball, what event would it be? Huntington beach for, Sure, Huntington Beach or um, World Cup at Disney was pretty cool, but Huntington Beach was just it was awesome. Uh, I know you're a fan of the M500 style. What do you think about instead of M500 style of having a paint cap per game? I don't know. There, uh, I mean that might. I don't know. That's not a bad idea, too. But I think just on the field in general, I think that. Um. um I think in general, it's just I think everybody should be you know limited out there just to kind of put another, you know, I don't know. I just, I just think they should be capped. Uh, this would allow you to be strategic with your paint consumption as a team. I also think that this idea could lead to a good mechanical gun being better than a gun that can shoot ropes. If the paint cap is at the right spot, we're sitting in lanes might be the best use of the paint. It could also open up the door for not allowing a restriction on gun, knowing that if you blow your load early, that could be devastating. That's a good point. That's actually a good point. But we, it would have to be regulated for sure. And would it be? I don't know. That's a tough question. I don't know. Everybody's super honest and paintball. <laughs> um, do you miss the penalty box? <laughs> I think it was interesting. Um... I think what we're doing now could change a little bit. I, I think, I think we would have to go about it a different way. Um, I think just you know coming out of the box and getting blown to pieces, even though you have you have zero chance. I think there should be something needs to, you know some brains need to go about it a little bit more to see exactly how we could go about it differently. Uh, should the NXL well, should the NXL bring back the All Star Game? Once a year like we had back in 2006-2007 season. I think it would be cool. Uh, I think it would be neat, but I don't think we have the time. And unless, we, unless we're unless going to cut down on teams or something, I, I just don't think. Or they're going to do it on Thursday or some shit. If anything, they should just do it on Thursday. That's my guess. Um, but I just don't think there's time for it. And only the NXL is going to be able to make time. Uh, you're pretty violent with your body when you compete. You promote the carbon base layer products. Uh, are they built-in padding? Is the built-in padding enough for the punishment that your body sustains, or do you still need to wear additional knee and elbow pads? No, I wear only the carbon stuff. That's it. And uh, and it 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 holds up. I mean, every once in a while, I'll get a little tear because. Of, uh, of just sliding and, and using them for now I have two holes in what in my top right now I have zero holes on my knees and these are ones I've been using for two years so that's they've been working really really well for me I'm very impressed uh, if you were to ever consider joining another franchise who would it be it who would you be interested in aftershock is still the best um, I think I think impact would obviously be a cool adventure. So would so would he, any of the any of the teams with a lot of money, I think, would be a cool adventure because you would really be able to feel like what it's like to be like a professional athlete and not having to focus on so many other different things besides just being a good athlete and teammate and player and experiencing a, a bunch of a bunch of like. I don't know, like you almost feel like you made it kind of a thing. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with all, any of the other teams out there, but all those other guys know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like it's you guys know what I'm talking about. And I think it would just be a cool experience. And I feel like any of the any of the guys who come up and play pro should experience that. Um because you know, you sacrifice so much. I mean, I think you should. I think you should feel some kind of accomplishment, not just be like I made it to pro, but have it be like it means something. Um, who would I be interested in the franchise? Well, yeah, I can't answer that kind of sort of question. How do you feel? I think I guess I'm just going to answer every single question. Um, how do you feel today's players compared to older players? Example myself, I started playing back in 1980, 98, 99. My first speedball field was Toledo indoor. Uh, if you were to take some of the local teams from back then and pair them with local teams now, who would win? Uh, I think I think it was just a different mindset back then. I mean, obviously, I don't think they they had certain skills then that today the lessons are learned now, and I think they would just have the they just have the upper hand of now. Um, but as far as like who would win for much of local teams. I would have to say the teams now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that looks like that looks like all the questions. Well, I I I like doing these. I wish I could. I would like to do something like this with uh Schulte and Cody for sure, and do another maybe Halloween chorizo podcast but uh but yeah i like kind of like doing these every once in a while in between guests just kind of get some um get some content out there and you know kind of maybe give my opinion on things whoever wants to listen to it and uh it's good it's good to sit down and kind of chat and you know i get the wheels going in my brain and um you know and i enjoy all the questions but um it's about that time. I think I'm going to hit it guys. Thank you so much for joining, um, joining. Well, thank you for submitting, uh, the questions and the comments. And, uh, I think I'm going to start, I should probably start and figure out how to do these live. That'd be pretty interesting. But anyway, just talking to myself. Uh, thank you guys. Be excellent to each other. Hopefully some of you guys got that one, know where that came from. But, um, but I love you all. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you next time here on the Play On Podcast. Later.